Hey everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. Happy Monday night! Good to see all you guys over here on Instagram uh, joining. Let's see, hey Donna and Drum Boy and a Saturday horse in China Do down there. Good to see you guys. Um, if you have any questions, just put them in the comments. I'll try to watch for those. And um, I'm going to see if the chat is working on Facebook. Hey to Melissa Woosley, Taya Moore, Sharon Goff Wilson, Magical Monday Indeed, Melissa, and Dana Likens Fleener. Good to see you guys this evening. I don't know if this is working. <laughs> this is my YouTube chat box. Um, doesn't look like it, does it? I'll leave it on for a little bit and see if it it's appears to be connected, but we'll see. Okay, we'll leave it on for now. Some, you know, the the add-ons for um, the XSplit. What I'm using is XSplit streaming software, and the add-ons uh, power the chat boxes. And I would say probably 90% of the time they don't work so that's too bad for me huh okay hey to Sharon and Sean good to see you and Judith has it good to see you too now when I'm gonna present these signs of an angelic presence but bear in mind that these can also be signs of uh, passed on loved one so you kind of need to uh, think about that if you encounter any of these signs. It could be an angelic presence or it could be somebody who's passed on that wants to get your attention or that wants to communicate with you. Um, for, now I, I have some people that follow what <laughs> lipsticks I wear and so I always try to tell everybody at the beginning of the show what I've got on my lips so tonight is this is physician's formula diamond plumper in brilliant berry diamond and yes you will get a tingle when you put it on supposedly it's plumping your lips I don't know my lips have been thin ever since I was born and I need all the help I can get. Well, there's Yasmin on YouTube. Hello, my dear. So I guess the chat, bo chat box is working after all. Hey to Jasmine and Jennifer Rigdon Cash, Courtney Lyons, and Tiana. Good to see you. Yeah, Dana, it's awesome. I love Barry. I love Barry. And this is um, really, really nice. It's very comfortable and moisturizing. Okay, on to some business. Um, if you guys didn't already know, I am uploading classes on the website katherinekaufman.com. And so the classes that are uploaded already, thank you Kennedy, are um, Healing with Gemstones, Metaphysical Uses of Gemstones, Spiritual Communication with Gemstones, and also Advanced psychic protection those are all on the website all you have to do is uh, go and click on those and you'll get downloaded all the information and videos now that's important because 
let's say you get a sign of an angelic presence and you want to communicate with it. How are you going to do that? Okay, so gemstones can augment your communication not only with your passed on loved ones, but also with angelic type of energy or entities. And that is in that teaching module spiritual communication with gemstones okay so if you want to take tonight's episode a little bit further you go to the website and get that course and use some of the techniques that we go over in the course in the video and you should have pretty good results uh, i'm just checking instagram to make sure you guys don't have any questions over here and uh, let's check on Facebook. I hope that I can capture any questions that are on Facebook. Sometimes I can, and sometimes it won't show me what your questions are, which is really strange. But, you know, Facebook has had a lot of glitches of late, so I try not to look a gift horse in the mouth because it is a free service for us. Hey to Gary McManus. Good to see you tonight. And if you guys have any questions on Facebook, please put them in the comments and I will try to watch for those. And a special shout out to Patricia Armstrong. Good to see you this evening. Hey, and so if I look a little bit distracted, there's pop-ups that keep appearing over here for me to renew my McAfee. <laughs> so I'm a little bit distracted this evening. Hey to Martha McGuire, and I want to ask you, Martha, if you are enjoying your new digs out there in the Midwest, or the West, and how's it going out there? Yeah, and uh, Martha, you need to post some pics. I would love to see where you're at now. Um, I Now, contrary to popular belief, I like texts and pictures from people as they, like when I do a reading for somebody, I'm sort of invested in them and I like to see their life changes. I like to see where, you know, where did they end up? What are they doing? You know, are they making progress? Are they doing well? I like to see stuff like that. So don't hesitate to, you know, drop me a text with a new picture of where you're at or, and what it looks like because I get excited about that kind of stuff. Hey to Kimberly Whitley, good to see you. And Sharon wants to know, would your class on communicating with gemstones help me connect with my mom? Yes, that's that was the purpose. I'll tell you, one of the main reasons why I put that teaching together is because, and it's, uh, the, the, the name of the course is Spiritual Communication with Gemstones, okay? And it's on the website, katherinekaufman.com. And so all you have to do is go to the website, go to the drop down, and go to classes and teaching, and it will be on there. So the main reason why I put that teaching together is there are a lot of people who are separated from their family by bad circumstances. Let's say somebody died really tragically. They never got to say goodbye. Um, and due to their stress and grief, maybe, it's difficult for them to 
communicate with their lost loved one. And so I put this together specifically for those people who are having difficulties in, as a way to augment or increase the efficacy of their communication. Because gemstones will definitely help you achieve that. Hey to Lydia, good to see you and congratulations to you on your retirement and your whole new life ahead of you. Hey to Fred. Uh, so that was the reason why I put together the spiritual use communication with gemstones is specifically for that group of people. And really uh, what I did was as a medium and several other mediums that I know use gemstones to kind of uh, augment what we do as far as communication with people who've passed on to provide that service to the public. And so I thought, why not share those techniques with the layperson who might benefit from that as well? You know, why not give that to everybody so that everybody can have communication with their loved ones and they don't necessarily have to depend on a medium to give them a session and, and do that. Um, because I, I really believe in empowering the person to take more control over, you know, the connection that they have with their loved ones after they pass. Because, you know, that's a lifelong skill that you can use in more than one area. And it, and it really enables the person to become more whole, I think, if you empower them to do something for themselves rather than doing it for them, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling now. Hey to Brandywine, good to see you. So Sharon says, I communicate with my dad all the time, but I'm not so lucky with my mom. Okay, so, and that's kind of like in mediumships, when I do mediumships, they're, the first people that usually come through in a mediumship are people who have really good communication skills and so it's easy for me to communicate with them but then there are people who in life they didn't have really good communication skills and and they're like that just the same you know in the afterlife they're not easy to communicate with they just don't have the wherewithal to to know how to make a connection and that is something that is a learned Thing, like the spirit you don't stop learning just because you lose your body the learning keeps on and people in spirit don't automatically have divine knowledge of all these things and so it can be difficult for them to communicate hey to Sandra Buchanan Clemens good to see you so just like um, let's say you've got a guy who passes on and he was a, an electrician in life that's going to be somebody who turns the lights on and off turns the tv on and off because they're familiar with electrical equipment and electricity and so they use their own electricity to manipulate uh, the circuitry in devices to uh, communicate with us and so that's somebody who 
doesn't have to learn that skill. So, you know, maybe a mom or something like that who doesn't know much about electricity is not adept at manipulating that matter. Uh, so they would be less likely to flicker the lights on and off. So Brandy wants to know, do you think when we die, we do have knowledge of experiences from our earth life? Okay, yes, Brandy. So what happens is, you know how your life flashes before your eyes in the moments right before you exit your body. Now, your spirit consists of electromagnetic energy kinetic energy, thermic energy, and three different kinds of light. And when you see that life flashing before your eyes, what's happening is actually, it's, I want you to think of it like a computer download, a computer downloading onto those different types of energy for storage. And so there's that's not a form of, you know, judgment or anything like that. It's simply the information is downloading uh, to be stored in a different type, a different form, conglomeration of those types of energy. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> okay, so Sharon wants to know, I thought it might be because she died with dementia. Once the body is gone, the disease is gone, Sharon. Okay, the, the body was diseased with dementia, and once that is removed, the consciousness is intact. So several things can happen there that you don't get communication. Number one is if they've completely crossed over into their idea of heaven, that dampens and prevents communication. The second thing is if they've been reincarnated, they're having a different experience and their consciousness is blocked from communication. The other one would be if they are not advanced enough to manipulate matter to produce a good communication. So only you, Sharon, can think about uh, which one of those may be applicable. Hey to Samantha Taylor. Uh, so the way that I do mediumship, I might as well go into it now because... <laughs> It's very different than what you see on TV. It's nothing like what you see on TV at all. And this is just something that's, you know, specific to me. This is the way that I developed it because I'm the biggest skeptic and I wanted to make sure that I was getting accurate information. So uh, spirits specifically communicate on theta wave, which is a, a slow brainwave state. It's almost a trance-like meditation. And so what I do when I somebody schedules a mediumship with me, I uh, set aside the entire day. I don't do any other readings for the day, just that, because I want to make sure that it is accurate. And so what I will do is I will focus on the person's name and the date of the reading. I will get up at 1030 in the morning of their appointment and I will do a deep trance meditation in Theta Wave and I will channel right everybody that comes through, what they said, what they showed me, um, strange things that m I might pick up go on the side of the paper. And I end about 12, 1230, I take a little bit of a break 
and then the person comes in for their mediumship at 1 p.m. Then when they come in, I explain to them what the spirit consists of, what it looks like. I'll even show them a video of it. Um, we'll discuss how communication takes place with that energy so that the person has knowledge of how they can communicate with their loved one. Okay, then we go over all the channeled information to make sure that it's accurate. This is the only way that I can try to validate the reading is by not communicating with the person getting the reading beforehand. And so if I channel people that come through that are specifically related to that person and it's the description of them and it is you know their tendencies and something that they said then that better validates the the actual reading for the client now i leave them with you know self-help tools so that they can get their own messages and that's my goal for everybody is for them to be able to get their own messages because to me that means I think that means more to them than me just doing the reading for them oh Instagram froze oh man hi Anna Ina is on YouTube because Instagram froze and, and you know that's probably why I do so many um, different platforms is I want to make sure that if you can't get on one you can get on another so Brandy says I've been studying the star seed theory where we are all collectors of knowledge to use in our next life or dimension so I was curious but you saying that makes me think there is some truth in the theory yes there is and Brandy I have a video about the star seed it's um, kind of far back in the playlist of Monday Night Live but so what you want to do is go to the YouTube channel and the playlist Monday Night Live in Lexington and go back through that playlist there is a specific video about Starseed that you need to watch so yes the theory is is very valid and we go into that in the video hey to Samantha Taylor Tina Donna um, so Sharon wants to know, are phone readings as accurate as in person? Absolutely. Because you're, you are, you are putting your mind into the subconscious field and that's the quantum field. And the quantum field, we are all existing in that. Our subconsciouses are all connected in the quantum field. So it doesn't matter if you're sitting in front of me or if we're on the phone. <laughs> Uh, and in a session, I explain more about that. Hey, to Sam Montgomery. So I hope that's answered all y'all's questions. And I really hope that if you're having trouble with communication, that you go on the website and get that course, Spiritual Communication with Gemstones, because they definitely can help you connect. Um and it is they're so easy to use like this is not something really difficult to do or use um so you guys over here on instagram can you do a shout out and tell me if the feed is still rolling or not 
because I don't see any new comments. So I'm, and Ina had to switch, so I'm wondering. So Martha said, been learning so much lately about my starseed origins, past lives, and spirit guides. That's awesome, Martha. Please share with everybody um, if you've been using a certain tool to learn with or a site maybe that you're um, finding helpful. Um, we like to share information here. This is the blue sea. Everybody shares. <laughs> okay, let's get into seven signs of an angelic presence. And don't forget, this can also mean a sign of your uh, passed on loved one's presence. So the first one is a strong, really cool to coldish type of breeze with no clear origin, particularly if you're in the house and you're not close to any fans or vents. Okay, now this one actually goes with one of the other ones. Let me find out which one it was. It was... Um, um, oh yeah, number eight. Number eight, we're going to go into right now because it kind of goes hand in hand with number one. And I want you guys to let me know if any of these uh, things have happened to you and did you identify it as an angelic presence or maybe a passed on loved one. But so the number one was a strong, cold cool type of breeze with no clear origin particularly if you get it inside the house when you're not near a fan or a vent and that goes with number eight number eight is out of the blue if you pop up with extreme uh, goosebumps or uh, your hair standing up on end without a cool breeze again or near a vent and this just happens out of the blue. Sometimes these will go hand in hand. Sometimes you will get the cold or cool breeze and then the goosebumps because of it. Sometimes you just get the hair standing up either on the back of your neck or your arms or goosebumps out of the blue. And then you may have phenomena that happens. So, you know, if any of these type of things happen to you, be really aware of any sounds or any type of phenomena that may uh, happen in or around you during that time frame. So Martha said, yes, sixth grade when I toured George Washington's house, Mount Vernon. The house had no AC, but had a very cool breeze near his bedroom. And that's significant, Martha, because, you know, if somebody passed away in that bedroom, there could be lingering energy there. Um, I don't know if he, he might have passed away in the bedroom, but you know, sometimes uh, the room where somebody has transitioned holds a lot of their energy. So Samantha says, I'll have to look forward those videos. I have found it hard to connect with my mom. The one time I felt a connection was two years ago on Christmas Eve. I was super sick with the flu, felt horrible. She came to me in my dream and just laid in bed with me and held me. Oh, that's so nice. I felt so much better when I woke up Christmas Day. Now, that's important too, Samantha, because um, when you are sick, your brain waves are altered and they're slower. 
And so you, your brain waves were probably slow enough to receive the information or the presence of her communication. So I think maybe if you practiced a little theta wave meditation, you might, and maybe used a gemstone to augment communication, you might have some really nice visitations coming up that you could achieve. So Lydia says, definitely have the goosebumps out of the blue fairly often. That's awesome. But more rarely the cool breeze. And Melissa says, my mom felt something was pushing her at Henry Clay's home. Yeah, that's unnerving, Melissa, because I've been pushed on several occasions and it is not a good feeling after all. Okay, let's go into number two. Number two is, uh, this is the second sign of an angelic presence, is a very warm and loving feeling around the heart chakra. The feeling will, that, uh, will be that of overwhelming love, okay, that really warms the soul and it fills you up. If you just get the heat and the warm feeling, you better check yourself for chest pain, but this is an overwhelming feeling of love that uh, is very deep in the heart chakra. So Martha says, holy moly, I just looked it up. George Washington passed in his bedroom. Uh, so, <laughs> so Martha, you probably picked up on that energy that was in there that got imprinted during the transition. So that's definitely what we would call a haunted bedroom. <laughs> so Samantha says, I felt a cat brush up against me tonight. We don't have a cat. Okay, so think back, uh, Samantha. Have you ever had a cat? Or maybe the people that lived in the home before you had a cat. So the cat, even though you may not have had a cat, if you're in a place where the cat, you know, passed on and it's still connected to the property, um, it could be attached to the property and it, if it's a friendly cat, you, you know, it's rubbing up against your leg. Uh, one of my cats is attached to this property here where I live and often I will hear her sneeze down here in the studio where I'm recording. And, um, and it's a very unique sneeze to her. So I know that she is still around. Okay, number three is the smell of roses without physical origin. Now, many people say that the smell of uh, the roses is related to the Virgin Mary, but it can also accompany the cool breeze in number one. So you may get the cool breeze in number one and then the smell of um, the roses. Now, let's see, there's somebody on YouTube with a comment. Let me try to get it. Ina says, several years ago, when my husband was ill, he saw a young woman of Native, Native American descent in our bedroom. He was adamant she was his angel. Yes, she's probably a spirit guide, Ina. And um, he definitely might have seen her in there. And she probably was trying to give him a message. So, yeah. I'm trying to get the box where I can see the comments a little bit better so um yeah 
Okay, I'm just checking to make sure there's no comments that I've missed. Okay, number four uh, is ringing in the ears and specifically the left ear because the left ear is the reception from the right brain and the message comes in on the right brain but you're going to feel it through the to, through the left ear because you're receiving it here through the right brain and, and if people don't know this side of your brain controls the opposite side of your body and so that's why you're going to receive it in the right brain but you'll hear it in the left ear now both ears could uh, specifically ring uh, that can happen too but a lot of people usually report to me that they will have the ringing in the ear in only one ear and I would say probably 90% of the time when they tell me about it, it is the left ear so ringing in the in the left ear can be a sign of an angelic presence and you definitely need to be aware of any type of phenomena that's going on around you when you hear that start paying attention to your environment for other sounds or for things that move or for light or something like that so Samantha gets ear ringing a lot um, so another thing you can do if you're getting ringing in the ear is uh, do an EVP session and you can uh, do that over your phone with a recording app you know like a voice memo app or something and so when you're having the ringing occur during that time where the ringing is happening go and do an EVP session and see if you pick up on anything it the ringing is usually either the angelic presence or a spirit trying to communicate something with you and so you may actually pick up the resonant energy in an EVP on a recording that will really answer a lot of questions for you number five is finding a feather but specifically a white feather and let's say it's the time of year when you wouldn't normally even find feathers outside let's say that the you know the birds have all migrated it's in the middle of January you're, you're not gonna find a white feather they can even present you with the image of a white feather so let's say you get a card or a magazine or something like that that has the picture of a white feather on it that's a direct communication with you so Samantha says I've always been scared to do that I'm afraid something bad will come through so Samantha just always do a prayer of protection before you do the session so that you only receive positive spiritual communication from your loved ones only and it will be fine you won't have to worry about it so um, so even if you just see a picture of a white feather that's the communication especially if the phenomena is very difficult to produce like I said you know in January you're not going to find many feathers you're going to find those more in the spring or early summer uh, so specifically what we'd like to have is a white feather so Samantha wants to know well 
we'll have to try that. What about crow feathers? Those are definitely communications as well. Like I said, any type of feather is a communication. Um, and, you know, you can go into the symbology for white feathers versus a crow feather. But to me, if it's an easy thing for them to produce, they will give you any feather that they can. You know, they're going to take and use whatever is available in the environment for them to get the communication across to you. So sometimes it will be just a crow feather. Sometimes it will be a robin's feather. Um, sometimes it will be a white dove's feather. And those are the really special ones. But whatever is easy for them to reproduce in the environment is what they'll use. I mean, spirits will use whatever they can to try to connect with you and to let you know that they are there. So Martha says, a white feather blew and rolled in between my feet as I was walking a few weeks ago on my way to Arizona. <laughs> that is really good, Martha. Did you save the feather? Like, did you keep it? Did you save it? And if you did, I would love, love, love it if you would post a picture on your Facebook of that feather. That would be so flipping cool. I would love that. Okay, number six is if you receive unexpected messages of encouragement. And these can be as simple as getting something really good that you need to hear from a fortune cookie or maybe a friend sends a card of encouragement that uh, you needed to hear because spirits and angels can influence your friends to send you the communication that you need to hear and it's it's not really coming from the friend it's really coming from the angel or spirit who has influenced that person to write the card. So the key here is it's an unexpected message of encouragement. Let's say you have a friend that always sends you cards that may not be angelic influence. But if it's somebody that you don't communicate with a lot and out of the blue, they send you exactly what you needed to hear. That was influenced by an angelic force or a spirit of a lost loved one. Now, let's see. Uh, also, if you find a message written on something in a public place that is exactly what you need to hear, um, you may have been influenced or guided to see that. That's directly from an angelic source. Now, number seven is, is really cool. And a lot of people get this. Uh, finding coins in an unexpected place. Have you ever heard of the term pennies from heaven? And that's why we say pennies from heaven. Because um, angelic beings and spirits can do what we call apport. And they apport, they can apport small objects like keys, uh, coins, pens, papers, things like that. And you're going to find these coins in very unexpected places like laying out in places where you don't lay change down. Like maybe the kitchen counter or the bathroom that you 
maybe say you always lay your coins out of your pocket in your bedroom on the you know bedroom table you don't ever lay them in the bathroom and suddenly you find coins in the bathroom that's directly from them so Martha said no it kept blowing but it felt so divinely timed as it passed through my feet oh I wish you had caught it hey to Ann good to see you tonight so Judith says she gets a lot of coins and shiny rocks in unexpected places exactly what I'm talking about Judith so keep those and um, the shiny rocks if they have a degree of quartz in them you can use those for the spiritual communication um, and um, and it could be that they have a high degree of quartz and that's why they're kind of showing up so it may be Judith that that uh, online teaching would really help you make some progress okay so we already went over number eight which was the goosebumps because it kind of goes with number one and i know i'm going past seven but it's like there were a, a lot more and i was like well i have to mention these three because <laughs> they're pertinent so i really should have put 11 signs of an angelic presence <laughs> so i should have labeled it that but the promos were already done and I didn't feel like redoing them. So I'm going to give you more than seven. So um, number nine is when you get butterflies in the stomach area or a strong gut feeling in the solar plexus area. Again, without etiology or stimulus. And especially if you get visual images that accompany this in the back of your mind that is definitely a sign of an angelic presence or a lost loved one so Silvana over here on YouTube says I was laying in bed and all of a sudden I felt a coldness to my lower back no other part of my body was cold that's definitely a contact from either a spirit or an angelic presence because in one of my past videos we were talking about how spirits make a connection with you and it's electromagnetic and so the lower back and the upper back especially next to the spine area is a very common area for them to make contact uh, with your central nervous system and so you're going to feel that electrical type of sensation or that cold feeling as they make contact or try to connect with you through the central nervous system and I can't remember exactly which video it was Silvana that that information was on but we specifically talked about that in one of the old videos but I'm glad you asked that because um, back in the ghost hunting days in the early 2000s when I worked with KPI uh, and we did a lot of investigations um, you could see the orbs traveling through the air and they would um, actually impact a person either in the back of the neck or towards the lower back and that's what I think is happening you're welcome Silvana so um, that's number nine the strong gut feeling or butterflies in your solar, solar plexus area 
And especially if you're getting visual images that accompany this, uh, really pay attention to that. I'm just checking for questions. Let's see. Um, Lydia says, I had a quarter fly at me out of nowhere a few weeks ago. I just laughed. Yes, because you knew who it was, Lydia. You knew who it was. And Melissa says, not long after Ken passed, the bedroom that accompanied his or accommodated his oxygen tank, pennies were all over the carpet. That is so neat. That is so cool. Absolutely. I love hearing stuff like this. Samantha says, I hear electricity quite often, even when driving. Street lights will be off and turn on or be on and turn off as I drive past them. It's unusual for sure. Absolutely. And it's very easy for a spirit to manipulate electromagnetic energy because you're made of electromagnetic energy. And uh, I have to remind people in mediumships that it's you're made of kinetic energy, you know. As a living thing, you move at, you know, dead bodies don't move. And so you're made of kinetic energy. So it's normal uh, to have a spirit open and close doors or cabinets. That's normal because you're made of kinetic energy. So, it, you know, try not to be scared or freak out when things like that happen. Because it is just the person trying to get your attention or to let you know that they are definitely there. Okay, number 10 is seeing the angel number 1111. Okay, now another really strong indicator of the divine is seeing an angel number 888 or 8888. And these numbers are specifically related to divine energy or angelic energy. Now, there are lots of numbers online, and they call them angel numbers. Spirits use numbers to communicate because it's a universal language. Uh, so, like, for example, before we got online tonight, I was number one, right? It's just me. I'm by myself, and I'm the beginning and end. But when you joined me online, you made number two, okay? And now we're communicating and we're connecting. And that's what number two means. And so each number has a different meaning. But the numbers 11 and 11 and 888 specifically uh, mean the divine cosmic. And so when you see those in specific, it is a divine reference. Ina sees 111 quite often. That is so good, Ina. Uh, so Kennedy says 47777. Yep, absolutely. And Samantha always sees twos and threes. Now those have specific meanings. Uh, so what I'll do after the show is, and if you're on Facebook, that's the only place I can do it, is I will leave a link to my Amazon shop. It's got four lists on there of specific reading. Uh, and on the psychic improvement list, there's a book called Synchronicity Numbers, and it tells you the meanings, the accurate meanings of all the numbers. Because I've used the references online, they're called angel numbers, 
but they're not the true reflection of what the number actually means. And so, if you really want an accurate representation of what the numbers mean, you'll, and the, the book is Synchronicity Numbers. It was written by Anne-Marie Uber, uh, is the author, but I'll leave a link to my Amazon shop, and all you have to do is click on that and go to Psychic Improvement list, and all the books will be listed there and linked there for you as well. Now, number 11 is the last one that I'm going to present for you guys tonight. And that is if you get an unexpected gift that is very, very much needed. Let's say you need $500 to make your rent and you're really stressing about how you're going to make your rent. And then suddenly you get $500 in the mail from an unexpected source. That's definitely the sign of an angelic presence intervention. Okay, and it's just been my experience that if you are trying to elicit help from an angelic source, you almost have to be in a state of desperation, desperation to make the connection or for them to do an intervention. Now, if you guys have had anything different um, in your life, you know, please let us know in the comments, you know, ha have you had a different experience with that? But just my experience, you have to be in, you know, a degree of earnest to elicit help from an angel. And there are a lot of people who are very sort of pompous and think that they can control angels or they can tell an angel what to do or, or absolutely not you can elicit and ask for help but uh or i call it you can petition you can petition for an intervention and if you are honest and true and and earnest about your situation um i've seen a lot of interventions happen for people and i've had a lot of interventions happen for myself in fact there's a, a video about angels that's way back in the playlist uh on monday night live and i think my hair is completely still dark in that video <laughs> so that's how you can tell how long ago that video was so please feel free to go back and and watch that and i hope you guys enjoyed this don't forget if you want to increase the efficacy of your communication Go to KatherineKaufman.com, go to the Classes and Teaching section, and get that spiritual communication with gemstones, because that that's me sharing my knowledge about how I use them for mediumship. I'm sharing that with you, okay, so that you can have a better experience. So, Samantha says, trying to control an angel is like trying to control Mother Nature. <laughs> That's a good analogy, Samantha. I love that. And Amber says, I've had things that appeared angel-like, huge and white, felt warm all over, but it was not. I feel I blocked too much from that experience working through it. 
So, Amber, you just have to be very diligent about doing a prayer protection before you open your psychic centers. And uh, thank you, Amber. And <laughs> Big Mike, thank you. Great to be retired off second shift so I can enjoy this information. Love you guys. I love you. Mike and Barbara, and I'm glad to see you on here. Big Mike, Big Mike Kelly. Lydia says, thank you for validating what I thought was going on. You're welcome. I, that's, you know, that's the purpose of all the videos that I do is to just get the knowledge to you guys. You'll do with it what you will. Uh, and, you know, I'm the, the sessions that I do are just 60 minutes, and these videos are very helpful at answering all the other questions that go beyond the 60-minute session so people can leave and the session and go and watch the YouTube channel and have the rest of their questions hopefully answered uh, without having to pay for another session. So, and uh, we'll see you, Dana. Good to see you tonight. So, listen, things coming up. I'm talking to a few people about coming on the show. One of them is a Reiki healer and um, she's all, she also reads tarot and I would like to have you, uh, I would like to introduce you to her and have her on the show and <laughs> thank you Amber and um, I'm also hoping that Amber will work with me on getting the mediumship classes put up on the website so we amber we got to get together on that too but i know you're busy because you're moving and everything hey to sheila good to see you tonight so i've got a couple people i'm going to bring on the show and um if you guys in the meantime if there's something specific that you want the answer to that maybe i can help with uh, message me either on email or on messenger or DM me on in, on Instagram or you can even message me on YouTube uh, I check those messages a little bit less frequency but um, I do get to them so you know message me and, and let me know and I can do a show on it meanwhile I've got a whole list of stuff uh, brewing in the background for shows, but um, I do like to know what you guys are needing. You know, what are you needing of late, and what do you struggle with? Uh, as a matter of fact, next week, what I'm going to do, in the meantime, I developed a really quick technique for the relief of stress. You're going to be really surprised at it, uh, and why and how it works and I think I'll do a, a real quick video on that next week because uh, we're look you know I was hoping I was hoping for a better year this year I was hoping for a better year this year but uh <laughs> I think we better do the video on the stress technique what do you think <laughs> right Martha definitely the stress technique so let's do that next, next week. Kisses from Kentucky, and I will see you guys next week. Bye now.